In a world where people are losing their minds, who will be the voice of sanity, of logic, of rationale, of morality, and truth? This podcast is looking for like-minded people to stand up to the insane and be real. The Recovery Atheist Podcast is calling you to step forward and be counted. Welcome to the Voice of Change. Welcome to the Recovery Atheist Podcast. Well, hello everybody out there in Podcast Nation. This is the Recovery Atheist, and I just want to say that I am so excited to be back with you on this podcast. How is everybody doing out there? I hope you are doing well. I hope your families are doing well. Uh, Just want to say how excited I am to be back and on here. Had a couple more months here, a few more months here to get myself more acclimated to the situation I'm in. And I am definitely in a better one. So, lots of things have happened. Lots of good things been some frustrating things but that's life right so first thing I want to start off with is I want to thank everybody because today I am celebrating 5,000 downloads now to some people that might sound like a small number to me that was a lot of hard work a lot of blood and sweat and tears over the years of going through my life to get it to this point and uh, I just want to thank everyone for coming along for the ride and all the fans Uh, you know um, I have noticed here in the last day or so I am having an uptick as they say uh, with downloads happening Uh, it is because Well, it's not all because of that, but Germany is definitely downloading me a lot more out of Frankfurt area. Um, I just want to say thank you to you specifically um, for being interested. Uh, I want to thank everybody for all the downloads and being uh, just, oh, how do I say it? Just... You won't stop. You, you keep listening to me, and I really am appreciative of that in every way. So, that being said, little update where we're at right now. Um, I am still living at the place uh, that I moved out of Evergreen to. <coughs> Excuse me. Things are going well in that. Um, just signed a year lease to be where I'm at so another year of security another year of knowing that I have a place to live uh, knowing that I have a consistent bed to sleep in at night I know a lot of people out there can take that for granted at times but for me going through my story and if you've listened to any of my podcasts um, if you haven't go back and check it out Um, but I have been homeless. I have been an alcoholic 
for over 30 years, um, around 30 years, exactly. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard the song by NF. Hope is the name of the song. It's a new rap song, Hope. Uh, he talks about 30 years of this, 30 years of that. Uh, funny that I'm saying that. I'm going to go see him this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But um, so, yeah, it, being where I'm at today and in the situation I'm in today is absolutely amazing uh, to sit here and see the progress that's been made. This is not easy. It's not easy for anyone in recovery. Um, I do feel that over the many times of trying to recover that each time has gotten easier for me. Uh, in other words, not necessarily easier. Uh, how would I say it? I'm learning. I'm learning from my mistakes. And so each time I see that and I'm getting better and better at being able to avoid them. Now, that being said, uh, where I'm at today is everything is killing it. Uh, I'm working back in my field, uh, which is amazing. Um, I'm working as case management, uh, assistant case management and other things. Um, and so it's so good to be back working in the field that I went to school for, uh, that I feel I was put on this earth to do. And that's exciting for me. Um, so no more of the dominoes, long hours, working my body to the, to the, to dust. Um, no, I actually get to use my mind now, which is beautiful. Um, as that went on. I then decided I want a dog. So I, uh, my parents were in town uh, back in June. So we went searching uh, to shelters and definitely found one. Uh, his name is Boo. Um, he is a American bulldog slash a little bit of pit in him. He's a heavy dog, 45, 50 pounds, but he is a big love bug. It's just unreal how a great transition it was to have him come in here he's a one-year-old so he's got a lot to learn yet he's not old in his ways it's it's a nice nice change of pace to have a friend with me now where i live so again it's like i'm checking off check marks on my list my bucket list of what I need to do to get myself back to where I need to be. Back in my career. Check. I have my own place. Year lease. Check. I now have a dog. Check. What's another one I need? Hmm. Well, not need. Want. Relationship? Am I ready? Yeah, I am. So, I'm in a relationship now. Um, she is amazing. Um, so far, it's been absolutely wonderful to spend time with her and do what we do. She'll be going to the concert with me on Saturday, which will be uh, just amazing. We're going to go get some food beforehand, and I'm hoping the weather will be nice in downtown Minneapolis. 
I plan on taking her uh, up here in September to go see Nothing But Thieves. It's going to be at First Avenue, the iconic First Avenue, Purple Rain and Prince. That'll be, you know, where he made that place huge. Um, That's going to be amazing. That's going to be a good time. So, girlfriend, check. So what else do I have now? I'm just continuing on. Well, I would like my podcast to take off, to just hit its hit its peak and just go. Um, I've been working hard at it. I've been taking time to advertise it and not putting out too many episodes so people can check out the other catalog that I have. Um, and now it's like, okay, am I going to get back into the way of doing it two episodes a week? No, probably not. I'm going to try to go for one a week, uh, probably one every two weeks for sure. But yeah, I need to get back into the rhythm of it. And so you guys and people that I'm here and newcomers that are listening to me, and I do call them newcomers. Um, that's right, AA, I'm taking it back, the newcomer. I'm taking that word back. Um, so they can listen and <clears throat> continue to get help excuse me, as they're going through their recovery story. So I want to make sure I continue to do that uh, and continue to um, put out real, authentic content. As me and JR used to say, the individual that I started this podcast with. Um, Yeah, if you go back and listen to some of those episodes with JR and me at the beginning of my catalog, it was prime. It was JR made me a better podcaster. I miss him. Um, I wish he was still here. I'd be collaborating with him. Um, but like we always say, life happens. And um, with situations like that, you got to you got to be able to move on. Don't forget them, but you got to be able to move on. And that goes out to you, Isaac, if you're listening. I love you, dog. Always got your back. You got a brother in me. So, that's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, Things are really good. Uh, Just taking day by day. I got to get me something to drink here. Jesus. Anyway. So, yeah, things are wonderful right now. Um, I can't really complain. It's not perfect. There's things that still annoy me. Having to ride the bus everywhere. If you're someone who rides the bus at all to get anywhere, it it can be an adventure every time you get on it. Um, And you have to be protected. You know, you have to protect yourself. You never know who's getting on the bus or what's going to happen. So... Yeah, that's uh, to my European fans out there coming from overseas, over the pond, as they say it. Um, yeah, our our crime levels are, are through the roof, and you just never know. You could be in a nice neighborhood on a bus and not think anything of it, and a gunfight breaks out. You just, at least where I'm at, you never know. You've got to be prepared. But it's a good segue. So when I go into stuff like that and I deal with these issues in life and I deal with 
work, when I deal with my relationships, deal with finances, money, as I'm going through all this, self-care, sleep, for me, there is something that I'm going to talk about today that is going on, it seems, in my mind at all times. You ever heard of the word called the internal, or the two words, internal monologue? The internal monologue. It's that eternal voice, that that voice from inside that seems like no matter what you're doing, you are going to have this voice going on saying you should do this no you should do this well that was a dumb move that was a smart move and you have like like for me anyway and I'm sure there's other people out there that do it's like I have an internal conversation with myself it's crazy should I do this should I not do this well that was a smart move Dell come on uh, I thought you had more brains than that um which is okay that I have it there when it's done right. But you can also use that voice and, and struggle with doubt. And, and, and have self-doubt in yourself. Uh, abuse yourself internally that way. Um, and I know some of you out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, it's said that not everybody has this internal voice that that does it this way and all I gotta say is wow to not have that going on which it sounds quiet um but for me when I make I'll just explain mine so with my internal monologue of voice um it's there to help me as I'm going through with what I see in day-to-day tasks so if I'm getting on the bus where do I sit So in my mind, I'm looking down the bus and I'm saying to myself, look for the safest spot. Look for the safest spot. Um, There'll be times where I will be on the bus sitting there and someone will come on the bus and in my mind, I'll sit there and go, okay, if he does this, do this. If he does that, do this. All in safety, you know. And then there's other things. What I want to watch, what I want to do. In my mind, I'm like, hmm. What do I want to do today? Uh, I really need to get this done. I need it. This is in my head. I'm thinking of this, right? This voice. Uh, and I'm having a conversation with it. No, Dell. You need to save money. So I'll be like, oh, man. I should go go-karting. I should go go-karting because I love it. And I love Formula One racing. And yeah, Next year, I'm going to, for the next season for Formula One, I'm going to start a Formula One podcast to go along with this one um, because I think Americans need to know more about Formula One. I think they would love Formula One racing uh, if they really got to know it and not just be like, oh, it's European. Um, I'm telling you, it's good shit. So anyway, no, Dell, you don't need to spend money on go-karts. So I'm arguing with myself in my head whether or not I should. And see, this is the stuff I'm talking about. Not everybody has this, um, but a lot of us do. And a lot of us in addiction do. And in recovery. Um, 
So for me, I would sit there and be like, Dell, you're a failure. Dell, you're a loser. Dell, you're a horrible person. And these, these things are directly going on in my head and saying it to me. Uh, that's why the song it, by NF, the song Hope, and I really wish you would go check it out, it's like he's arguing with his dark self. And that's what I am, is I had that dark self, and I have to throw... And the dark self isn't a dark self of wanting to go out and hurt others. It's literally wanting to hurt me. That's the internal voice. That's the self-doubt machine. That's the no self-esteem. That is what I'm talking about today. And... I know there's people out there left and right that understand exactly what I'm talking about. This is pivotal. Um, what you say to yourself is going to decide exactly what's going to happen. You know, I, I've talked about it in treatment, and I've talked about it uh, on here about self-sabotage. I think, yeah, I have an episode about it. Um, self-sabotage, just how you ruin yourself even though things are going good. And I'm at that point right now where in the situation I'm in, the old Dell, let's self-sabotage this. Let's blow the fuck out of this because I don't want to take responsibility for my life now that it's good to keep the ball rolling. So I'll just blow it up so I can go back to treatment and have a bed for free and they can take care of me and I don't have to work. That about sum it up? It about sums it up for me. Sorry. Not going to do that this time. I'm, I'm done with other people having to take care of me. <laughs> All right. I, I am done with the idea if I am freeloading on everybody. When I can work my ass off and not only survive but have the things I want. Like that big screen TV that I'm going to have coming up on payday. Huge TV. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I can work for myself and have the things I want. And I'm not just talking possessions. If it's just possessions you want, well, fine. You can definitely get those added up. It's my quality of life is how I would say it. My quality of life. So I need love in my life. I need excitement in my life. I need rest. I need entertainment. I need these are the things I need to have in my life to be whole as a person altogether. And so that's what I'm working on. So instead of just focusing on one, and I think in addiction, this happens a lot. We make money, and it's like, oh, I want to buy this, 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 and you get no satisfaction out of it. So then you're going back and using your money and self-sabotaging back to the drug or alcohol. Buying things is nice. I, I've bought quite a few things lately, um, but it's mainly stuff I need, clothes, shoes, um, things that'll make my life easier, but nothing big. 
um, this TV coming up here. That's the biggest thing I've bought in a while. And, and it's mainly, yeah, to make my entertainment better. I have a little TV. I want a bigger one. Okay? This is America, too. America! To all the European fans. America! Oh, I hate that line. But anyway, we want things bigger, badder, right? We want we want bigger things. It's America. We don't want tiny things. We want big. So anyway, yeah, I want the TV. I want to be able to play video games on it and do my thing, watch movies, have a little movie theater in my room. Um, but <clears throat> the thing is, is that's not going to, in my opinion, and again, I say it all the time. It's my perspective. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just my perspective on it. Okay? So don't go off the handle. But for me, possessions is not everything. You're looking at the full picture here. And you want balance across the whole scale. Across the whole um prism of what your life is you want each area taken care of okay if you leave one area depleted it'll take you down and this is my this is my explanation to the to the european fans uh, who love formula one i'm really connecting with europe today um, they have been really good fans of mine and friends and i've talked with a, a lot of them and yeah, no, it's so ex- explanation. Formula One. You've got a car with all these different parts that they design, they engineer to put onto the car. And then you got your your gearbox, you got your you know all the other things, your tires. Okay, so everything has to come together on that car, including gas, uh, the energy store for the battery. Um, everything on it and then the aero package that's on the car has to work the chassis has to work everything has to work right if one of those things is off if one of those things they forget the car is not going to do it the car will not be fast enough you are going to be losing time um that's the way it is in life. If you don't have that car tuned to the way, you don't get the, the results, the performance. And so I look at it the same way with me as I'm designing engineering parts of me to become better as who I am, to have my life be better. And if I leave out any of those parts and don't get to it and take care of it like I'm supposed to, forget it. It's not going to happen. I mean, you can talk all day to AlphaTauri about that, right, guys? That's a uh, inside joke to my F1 fans. Boy, what about McLaren last week? Whew! Go Lando and Oscar. I just want to say I apologize, Oscar. Talking about Oscar Piastri. Just want to apologize. Didn't think you were going to be able to do it, but you're looking damn fine with that Lando Norris up there. You guys together? Hmm. Interesting combo. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. Is you have to be able to work on these things in 
gradually get better at taking care of these areas to continue to grow and be the person that you're doing. So the internal voices are huge. And the reason why is they give me a lot of direction. Um, I can take them as fact or fiction um, and be distorted by it when I'm decision making. Um, all of that. That's why, you know, I still do therapy here and there. I talk to people, my parents, um, my girlfriend, um, people at work, um, just, yeah, friends I know. Um, I talk about this stuff because I want to make sure that the decision makings are the things that are going on in my head, that, I'm ta- that it's real, it's factual, authentic, and that it's something to really consider if it's not then I don't do it right if it's not real then I have to look at it and be like okay but if they're like that whole saying if there's smoke there has to be fire so if I'm getting a lot of feelings in my head that I'm talking to myself about that is a certain way then yeah whether bad or good yeah so let's go ahead and get into this What a day. It's a beautiful day here in Minnesota. It's been cooler. It's been nice. Um, So, we'll start off is, do you hear an eternal voice? You know, what does it say to you? Is it positive or is it negative to you? Does it drive you? Does it push you toward the goals you're wanting to go after? Or does it hurt you? Does it take away from your life? Is it making you happy? Is it making you depressed? How about anxious? Confused? Do you feel any of that when you're, you're dealing with this? That's, that's normal. You're supposed to feel that, and that's you discerning between your own moral worldview what society says you need to do and then what you're wanting to do as a person. So why do we have this internal voice, this inner voice? They're very important questions. I think it doesn't get talked about enough. And I think it's something that we can talk about more. it's, It's questions we need to ask to ourselves when we're doing this because it is... It can lead to success or it can lead to defeat. This is a very important part of of our lives this way, for most people anyway. And it can benefit and destroy our life in a heartbeat. So we need to make sure that we're really staying focused on this. Um, The critical inner voice is defined as a well-integrated pattern of negative thoughts toward oneself and others that is at the root of an individual's maladaptive behavior. Now, I'm reading this from a scientist that I got online. Just a little definition, a little backing in it, because if I'm going to do it, I want to make sure that it is factual and that we are talking about something that we all that is relatable and that we all can understand so it's at the root of maladaptive uh, 
behavior, in other words, uh, it can be good or bad. It represents an overlay, overlay on the personality that is not natural or harmonious, but learned or imposed from without. The critical inner voice is not an actual voice that speaks to us. Rather, it is experienced as those self-limiting thoughts and attitudes that exist in all of us and keep us from achieving our goals. And so an example of that would be, um, I'll use use my recovery. Dell, see, told you everything was going to fall apart. Don't know why you believed what was going on. I mean, nothing was going to change. You might as well just drink. Now, you hear that over and over and over again as the day goes on. You might want to be like, shut the fuck up. I'm taking a drink. And that's what I've done in the past. For that matter, people suffering from depression or anxiety often find themselves using inner speech to ruminate on how bad life is and likelihood of failure. Now, you heard that. It's saying that, especially with us in recovery or dealing with mental health or anxieties from it, other mental health issues and concerns, that it... If we're not taking care of it, it will ruminate us and we'll hear that over and over and over again about how life is bad, even though it could be very, very good. For this reason, many different kinds of psychotherapy often involve teaching people how to use inner speech to overcome self-doubt and fear of failure by replacing negative self-talk with more positive inner speech. So that's, that's what I do now is instead of I'll hear the negative and I'll be like, shut the fuck up, Dell. That's not, no, that's, that's your addict that wants to sit there and tell you that you're going to fail because you've done it over and over and over again by listening to, to that. And now it's like, shut the fuck up. I'm not hearing it. You're wrong on this. I've got good things going, and I'm going to go in this direction, not in the direction you want me to go. Fuck you. That's literally where I'm at with it today, and it's working. It's working quite well, actually. Internalized attacks affect every aspect of a person's life, mood, and psychological state of mind, attitudes and prejudices, personal relationships, mate selection, style of relating to others, choice of school or career, and work performance. Do I need to read that again? So, it attacks every aspect of your life, your mood and your psychological state, your attitudes, your morality and prejudices, your relationships you have with people, your mate selection or how your relationship with your girlfriend or boyfriend is going, husband, wife, style of relating to others. You might be awkward to people. Choice of school or career. You might think, I don't want to do it because I don't think I'll be able to. Or work performance. Ah, every day that you're at work, you're second guessing every single thing that you do and you're a horrible employee. You know what? They're going to fire you in the next minute. Sound familiar? Does to me. 
most of us are all too familiar with these nagging thoughts, right? They seem to surface every time we decide to push ourselves, try something new. Although the worry and the self-doubt we experience when we take on a challenge, say an interview for a job, maybe you're applying to school, you're asking somebody out for the first time. I know that was crazy for me when I did it. It had been quite a while since I'd been in the game of dating. And so, yeah, it was like the first, <coughs> excuse me, first couple times of getting together, I was very awkward because it's been a while. Um, once you're doing all that, it's usually never long before you have new worries that set in right behind it. And so it compounds itself. It keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper and more of a mountain to go up. We don't have to do that today. Uh, will I be able to do the job? I'll never make it at this school. I'm going to blow it on the first date. We just keep compounding it over and over and over again. And that's my experiences. That's, that's what I have gone through. That is why I am here today in the position I'm in, which I am very thankful for. I know a lot of people would say you're crazy. You've been an addict, alcoholic for 30 years. You've destroyed marriages and your lives and jobs. And I used to say I destroyed my career. Not the case. I am back. But, yeah, it, it no. Without all that that's happened to me, I would not be in the situation I'm in. I would not have the uh, gratefulness I have, the gratitude I have to have what I have. And I take what I do today and everything I do, not with a grain of salt, but as it's the most important thing in my life. And that's the difference today. That's one of them. So how do you shift it? How do you shift it? from a less critical inner voice. How do you do it? If you've been told that you're too hard on yourself, think about that. If people said that to you, you're too hard on yourself. Forgive yourself. You may consider focusing on what that inner voice is telling you. Now, while occasionally self-criticism is to be expected, okay, we're going to self-criticize. We're going we're gonna to critique ourselves. And when I make a mistake, I still, when I make a mistake, I still do the, ah, Dale, that was real fucking smart. That kind of shit. But that's fine. It's just a normal response. Um, it's, so it's expected to be there from time to time. But if you're consistently having that, it's, that's not healthy. If you're consistently having negative thoughts in your head constantly... What is the logical and the, the rational way of thinking what will happen to you? It's going to be negative thoughts, and it's going to drive you in a negative place. Um, critical voices can definitely develop during higher levels of stress. It also sometimes seen in mental health conditions such as anxiety and depression. Um, while stopping self-talk isn't necessarily as simple as turning off a switch. Like, there's times I wish I could just turn it off. But if you're mindful and engaging in more of the positive self-talk, you can override these critical thoughts for the most part. 
Uh, for example, you may tell yourself short phrases throughout the day, such as I'm, I'm, I am worthy, I matter, I can do this. I'll say that a lot. Another line I use a lot, pitter-patter, let's get at her, if you're a Letter Kenny fan on Hulu. Um, yeah, no, I tell myself a lot. All right, let's get her, let's get her done when I'm getting ready for work. All right, got to get to work. Let's do this. Um, some medications can definitely help, and my medications I take uh, for my mental health definitely help um, manage it. Um, I also use therapy to be able to do it uh, if I need that. I also just use authentic discussion with the people that care about me if I need to do it. And then also this podcast helps. You can journal. All right, let me just have a quick conversation about that. They tell us that all the time in treatment. Why don't you journal it? Why don't you just journal it? It'll help you. I've tried. It doesn't. I'm not a journaler. I, I, I Journaler. That is that a word? Journaler? I don't know if that's a word. Wow. I'm going to have to look that one up, but I don't journal, and it's never really helped me. So I just, I find other ways. I find talking to be what needs to be done for me, not writing. Um, And so my podcast tends to be a help. Um, Conclusion-wise on this, just thinking about what we were talking about today and everything that we've gone through today in our discussions is that these internal voices, these, they're, it's a self-doubt to where if we feed it, it's going to continue to go in that direction. Now, there is a Native American uh, story that is a legend, that is a folk tale, whatever you want to call it, that is amazing uh, about the white wolf and the black wolf. Now, it's a great story. I won't go into detail. I don't have it here. I'm not going to read it to you. But I'll give you the concept. You got a white wolf and you got a black wolf. And they're both fighting each other. The only way one of them wins is because you feed one of them. Whichever wolf, the white or the black, which, again, I find that to be in my mind uh, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, just dark and light. Let's just use that instead of white and black. Dark and light. The light wolf and the dark wolf. There we go. So... The light wolf and the dark wolf are fighting. The one that's going to win is the one that you feed. And it's the same way with our life. We're fighting against our good sides, our bad sides. And even with that, I don't even look at it as good as good and bad. It's, you know, we have some character defects. We have some flaws. And we have good things, you know, good personality traits about ourselves. And so whichever the one that you feed is the one that's going to win out. So if you are feeding it negativity day in, day out, what do you think is going to happen? 
Now, come on. I, I know the people that listen to my show here. You're smarter than that. Think about it. Now, I'm not saying go out here and be like, oh, positive, 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 positive. Oh, everything in the world is wonderful. I'm not saying that. I definitely don't fucking do that. But God damn it, do you got to be mad about everything? Do you got to be mad about everything all the time? You, 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 you've got good things in your life. You're just choosing not to see it. And again, it comes back to the point like in AA, the big book, it's one of the only lines I use, is you miss the beauty of the forest for the ugliness of a few trees. You're focusing on the wrong things. That's what I needed to do. That's what changed my life to being where I'm at today. Is that I started taking my focus off the, off the negative and I started focusing on the good things I have. And now I, I drive myself to do that every day because that's what's going to drive me forward to continue to grow. Um, sure, I can sit here all day long and think all the negativity that I've been through and all the bad things that have happened, all the bad things I've done to other people. But is that really going to do anything? Is that really going to get me where I need to go? Is that going to accomplish anything? And so today, as I'm closing this out, and by the way, it feels wonderful to be back, everybody. It feels wonderful to hang out with my people. We're going to stay, or at least I am going to stay, on the positive thinking trail. Because it's working. And I feel great. I feel more alive right now than I have in years, decades. Um, I feel free. And so that was my actual title for the thing today was internal voices creating a way to freedom and that is the name for the podcast episode today internal voices finding a way to freedom yeah it's this is something that i deal with every day this is not something that is hell i'm doing it right now as i'm talking to you Is that a good line to say? Was that good? Do you sound good? Do you sound like a good podcaster? Is that content good? Is that all this stuff is going through my mind, even while I'm sitting here and talking with you? Um, I just have a better control of it today to where I use it for the good. So back to the light wolf and the black wolf. I wanted to sum it all together here. It's like Star Wars. (laughs) for you Star Wars people everything works back to Star Wars Star Wars it's like that feed the force Luke on the good side and that's what will win (laughs) anyway I want to thank everybody for coming on here and listening to me rant today. 
I hope you are in your life and in your family and your relationships and your friends. I hope they're all doing great for you and that you're really getting to enjoy life. I really do. Um, again, I want to thank all my fans that are downloading me right now. Um, it just really touches me. It touches my heart um, that you guys are listening to me. And um, I want to continue to do that. And I want to continue to have more and more people get to hear um, what we're discussing here on this show. Um, so remember, you can take me with you everywhere, uh, no matter what it is, car, out for a walk, you're at work, just wanting to listen to a podcast, whatever. You can find me on all the platforms, all of them, all of them. Um, Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, uh, you can even talk to Alexa and ask her to play the Recovery Atheist podcast. It's amazing. Um, I'm also, uh, you know, I've got a group on Facebook called the Recovery Atheist Group. Uh, go ahead and join there as well. You'll be able to see when new updates uh, for my podcast are coming a lot quicker. Uh, keep you a little bit more informed about when the next ones are coming out or what's going on. I also have a lot of discussions on there and pictures and we really get into it on there and have a good time. Um, also, uh, the recovery atheist at gmail.com is the email for the podcast. If you want to send me topic suggestions, if you want to debate me, uh, if you want, cause I tell you, I don't know if you want to debate me. Because I am a master debater. Master debater. Uh, I mean, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, let's have some fun. I've really enjoyed doing this. I really enjoy touching base and the connection I have um, with all of you. And it's just an exciting time to be alive, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah. So, I love all of you. This is the Recovery Atheist getting out of here. Uh, remember, it's not wrong or right. It is just my perspective. Um, I am the Recovery Atheist, and I'm out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Recovery Atheist Podcast. It's now up to you. What will you do with what you've heard? How will you use it? I challenge you not to stay silent. Be heard. Be real. Be different.